You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 31. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today we're going to do a little bit of troubleshooting. I hear time and time again, people who are frustrated. Raise your hand if you're frustrated. You're feeling frustrated on your journey. That's a very common feeling of, I'm doing the things, you know, whatever the things are, and I'm not seeing progress or I'm not seeing a change in my body. And so today we're going to do a little sit down, a little coaching session here, and we're going to talk about the five most common macro counting mistakes that I see. And we're going to talk about how to move past them because likely you're getting stuck somewhere. And I want to help you tease out where you're getting stuck, why you're getting stuck, and help you to move on to the next step. Because that's really what this process is about. It is about what is the next step. You just take one step at a time. You take one step, and then what's the next step? You take it, and then what's the next step? And you continue to take it. And that's honestly how you get to see results. It's how you get to get to the goal that you have is just by taking one step at a time. And so I want to kind of break this down for you. I want to talk about where that struggle is, where that frustration is, where it's coming from, and how I can help you to move past it. So we're going to dive right in. Number one, what is one of the most common mistakes that I see with people who are counting macros? Do you want to know what number one is? Not getting started. Not even getting started. I hear it all the time. Amber, I hear about macro counting and my sister did it and it sounds really awesome. And I like tried to read a little bit about it and I got so overwhelmed and so confused. And so I just didn't do it. Or Amber, I downloaded your free macro setting guide and I went to set my macros and it was so confusing and I couldn't figure it out. And I just don't know if my numbers are right. I've gone to a bunch of different calculators and I've put in my information and they give me all different numbers. And so how the heck am I supposed to get started if I don't know if I have the right numbers? Here is a little loving kick in the pants. And I, and I do this as a coach. A coach is not meant to be your friend. A coach is meant to see what is inside of you and be able to bring that to the surface, to be able to push you into being the person that you can be. And so as your coach, I'm going to give you a little kick in the pants. You can't know if it's right unless you actually start. And so many people get like quit the race even before the gun goes off at the at, at the beginning of the race like they haven't even started the race you're never ever ever going to get to the finish line if you don't even come up to the starting line and so 
I say that with, with as much love and encouragement as I can. You just have to start. Nobody, not me, not you, not anybody else in the world can look at your set macros and just say, yep, those are right. Or yep, those are wrong. Okay. I get that a lot. Clients want me to like give them permission to start. They want me to say, okay, Amber, is this right? Like, is this a good starting place? Is this where I should start? It's like, they want me to like dub them permission to experiment or dub them permission to start. And I get it. I get it. They, they have this idea of, you know, they have this fear that they don't want to waste time doing it wrong or they don't want to get started if like they're on the wrong path. But here is the honest, honest truth. You can't do the wrong thing. It's impossible. Every single experience you have, every single experience either gives you the result you want or the lesson that you needed. And so I talked about this in the failure episode, episode number 28, which you haven't, if you haven't listened to that episode, I go and listen to it right now. I think it's going to really shift your mind and your thoughts around the whole idea of failure because failure just doesn't exist. And I'll tell you, and I tell you why in that, in that episode. So if we are either getting the result that we want or the lesson that we need, and both of those are a win. So there isn't, you can't start wrong. There is no way to, to start in the wrong place. The key is just getting started. And maybe your numbers are wrong. Maybe they aren't going to help you get the result that you want. But the only way that you are going to know that is based off of feedback. And you cannot get the feedback unless you actually start. So if you're someone who is listening to this podcast and you have thought for a long time, I want to learn how to track macros, or my friend had such success counting macros and it seems so confusing and so overwhelming to me, I want you to understand that if it is if that this can change your life, that this can change your body, but for it to happen, you have to take the first step. You have to just start and you have to be willing to be bad at it. And you have to be willing to have it be messy and to not have it be perfect and ha- and understand that this is a process and that you just have to keep taking the, the steps forward. But if you never start, girlfriend, you are never, ever, ever going to get to that finish line. Number two, the number two most common mistake that I see with macro counting is when you say these words, it's not working. And I say that's a mistake for two reasons. One, because first of all, we are not very objective with our bodies. Can I get an amen? We struggle to be very objective with our bodies. It's one of the reasons that having a coach can be very, very helpful because for example, I'm sitting there in CrossFit and I'm doing the workout for the day and I'm dying and I'm breathing hard and my mind is saying, oh, this is so hard. I don't want to do this. And it's like magic when a coach comes up to me and like stands in front of me is like, Amber, you can do this. Go. You got this. Like another rep, keep going, keep moving. It's, it's like magic. 
it's like I have like extra energy that comes and I'm able to perform and I'm able to do what like my mind kept saying you can't do. And it's one of the reasons that having somebody who is more objective, who is outside of your brain, who is outside of your perception, who can look at you and say, no, girlfriend, you can do that. You just need to suck it up and pick up the barbell can be very helpful in helping you to push past those things. And so to bring this back to your journey, your macro counting journey or your fitness journey and trying to see those results, I want you just to recognize right now and just, it's, it's okay. Like none of us are super objective with our bodies. We look in the mirror and because our brain is doing the processing and it's not just an absolute, like what you see in the mirror is what your brain processes. Understand that what you see in the mirror and what your brain processes can be, and often is two very different things, right? We've always had the, all had the experience where your girlfriend comes to you and is like, oh my gosh, I look so awful in these pants or, oh my gosh, everybody's going to notice the zit on my chin. And you're like, girlfriend, I didn't even know, like, I didn't even see that. (laughs) Like that wasn't what I saw when I looked at you. And it's because we have a different perception of ourself than that is not always totally based in reality. And so I say this because it's an important thing to understand in your fitness journey, that you aren't completely objective and looking in the mirror isn't a very objective way often to tell if results are happening. And so in order to combat that, we tend to grasp to numbers, right? Because numbers are exact and numbers don't change and numbers are like truth. And so we do things like step on the scale see that it hasn't changed, and now deem that it is quote unquote not working. And I've been very honest and like forthcoming, and I share this a lot that blows a lot of women's minds that you cannot tell if fat loss has happened by stepping on a scale. If you step on a scale and you say, look, the scale went down, I lost fat, that's an inaccurate statement. Now, you can say I lost weight because that is that is true. If the scale goes down, then you did lose weight. But we have to have to have to understand and come from this knowledge that weight loss is not a one-to-one relationship with fat loss. And really what you're looking for and really what we want is fat loss. You can have weight loss by cutting off your arm. Like nobody wants to cut off their arm to see the scale go down, but that would cause weight loss. And so often we get so wrapped up just in that one single number of the scale and we deem our efforts either a success or a failure based off of that singular number. And you just can't do it. So what I do recommend is I do recommend using a variety of measuring tools or devices uh, or numbers. So yeah, like I encourage clients to use the scale as one of many different ways to measure if fat loss is happening. So yeah, we're using the scale, but we're also taking measurements, but we're also taking progress pictures, but we're also putting on clothes and seeing how they fit. And so what we can do is we can take all of these different data points and if they all give us the same trend of fat loss is occurring or fat loss isn't occurring, then what we can say is based off of those results, am I getting the result that I want? I don't like this term of it's not working because you are getting a result. Okay. Something is happening and that something that is happening may be that fat loss is not occurring, but guess what? That's a result. 
you are getting a result and now you have feedback and you can adjust off of that. So I want you to stop using this, this phrase of it's not working. Okay. Because it's, it's disempowering to be like, oh, it's not working. There's nothing I can do. What you can say is I'm not getting the result that I want. Currently, I'm not getting the result that I want. But the awesome thing about macro counting is that when you have that feedback and when you have that result, now you can are in a really good place to adjust and tweak and experiment and try things until you are getting the result. Remember, you're either getting the result that you want or the lesson that you need, meaning you needed that lesson before you could get the result. And so often we want to skip the lessons. We want to skip all that learning and we just want to dive into that result. And I promise you that as you stay in the now and the present and the here and start to actually learn the lessons you need to learn, you will get to that end result. You will get to that success. Your success is inevitable. It will happen, but it will only happen if you choose to learn the lessons that you need to learn in order to get to the result. And by saying it's not working, what you're telling me is that you aren't willing to learn the lessons. And if you aren't willing to learn the lessons, you will never get the results that you want. Okay. And that leads us directly into the third mistake that I see often with people counting macros. And that is you say it's not working. So then you quit. What the what? (laughs) It's not working. So I'm going to do the one thing that absolutely will guarantee that it won't ever work, and that is to quit. So if this has been you, and I and I don't want to, I'm not trying to put shame onto anybody. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty for anything that you've done in the past. The past is the past, but we can learn from the past. And if you want a different result, girlfriend, you're going to have to do something different because what got you here is not going to get you there. And so if you're at that place where you're feeling like change isn't happening and you're questioning things and you're kind of feeling the little inkling of that part of your brain saying, well, this is not worth it. Like, why am I going to all this trouble? I might as well quit. I want you to think, do you still have that desire? Whatever that desire was that started you on this journey, do you still have it? Do you still want to see those results that you wanted to see when you hit start? Do you want to see a change? Because if you still have that desire and you still have that goal, and it's okay to change your goal. I'm all about changing your goal if that's what you really want. But I'm not about changing your goal because you think it's too hard or because you think you can't get there. I'm not about that. I'm not about that life. I'm about you making a choice of what you want to create in your life. So if you check in with yourself and you still have that desire and you still have that goal, Quitting is the only thing that will guarantee you don't reach it. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Quitting is the very singular thing that you can do at this moment that will absolutely 100% guarantee you will not reach the goal that you want. Now, this is not to say that you can't change your approach. You can't change your course. You can't change how you're attacking this. You absolutely can. The definition of stupidity is doing something over and over and over and expecting a different result, right? That's, that's dumb. We don't want to do that. But here's the truth. Most people give up way, way, way too early. They deem it, it's not working. It's not getting me where I want to go. And so I'm going to try something else. 
And that's when you diet hop, right? You try this program and then you take a little bit from that program and then that's not working. And so you do that program and you're all about looking for this magical situation, this magical diet or this magical workout plan that is going to just magically take you to where you want to go. And we think that it exists out there. And so you think, oh, this isn't it. So I'm going to go try another program. I'm going to go buy another program off of Instagram, or I'm going to go, you know, try this diet. And maybe this is the one, this is maybe the one that's going to work for me. And I want you to understand that, yeah, I want you to change course if it's not working, but I want you to do it based off of feedback, not based off of fear and not based off of self-loathing and not based off of what's going on in your brain. I want you to dedicate yourself. I want you to push. Don't give up too early. If you think it's not working, then it's okay to tweak. It's okay to adjust, but quitting and just saying, heck with this, it's not working isn't going to get you to the result that you want. So let's talk about what is. What is going to get you the result you want is consistency, is dedication, is continuing to push, is starting to learn those lessons. What lessons can you learn right now? There are lessons in your life right now that you can learn. And guess how those lessons usually show up? As frustration. If you're feeling frustration anywhere in your life, guaranteed there's a lesson there that you haven't learned yet. And you're going to keep feeling frustrated until you learn that lesson and are able to move past it. So what do I want you to do instead? I want you to base your adjustments, your tweaks, your course corrects off of feedback. I want you to base it off of the feedback that you're getting, the results that you are getting. Remember, just because you're not getting the results that you want doesn't mean that you're not getting results. You are. You're getting some sort of result. And I want you to base your tweaks and adjustments and course corrections off of that feedback, not just off of this like, it's not working mentality. And this is honestly why macro counting works so well, because you are so specific with your intake and precise about where your numbers are. You can be consistent in that intake, see what result that you get, and then you can accurately adjust your numbers based off of the feedback, not just based off of, um, I guess I'm going to try and eat healthier. That's, that's a really common problem with people who are doing clean eating or just trying to eat healthier in general. Once it stops working, it's really hard to eat healthier, right? Like how do you dial it in even more to continue that weight loss? But with macro counting, we're very specific and we're very you know, accurate with the numbers. And so we can tweak and we can adjust and we can see how we can get the results that we are wanting in our life. And to do this, I, I walk all of my clients through a four-step process. And this is a four-step process that I use and have developed as I have coached clients where I'm able to take everybody through this process because it's it's steps that everyone's going to have to go through in order to get the result that they want. And those four steps are, number one, you have to believe it. You have to believe that it's possible. You have to understand your why. You have to understand your relationship with your body. You have to understand the the self-talk that you're having and the, the limiting beliefs that you're having. And if you don't have that in place and you don't have that supporting your journey, nothing that you do is going to matter. It's nothing is going to change. And so often people want to get 
dive right into the do, do, do. They just want to do the diet, eat the food, do the exercise. And they don't understand that the foundation for that, that foundation for that change comes from your brain. It comes from what you're telling yourself. And so the very first thing that I address with clients and that I work with clients on is that mindset and that the beliefs that they have around this process. So that's step number one is believe it. Step number two is learn it. I have to teach you how to count macros. I have to teach you how to do all the things, how to track your food, how to weigh your food, how to create recipes, how to to hit your numbers consistently, how to do a meal plan. Like you have to learn that how-to stuff. And so that's step number two. I got to get you over that learning curve of understanding how to do this. And then step number three is that I help you to learn consistency. And I call this the nail it um, portion where we're learning how to be consistent. Now you know how to do it. Now you have to implement it consistently. And for a lot of people, this is where the issues start to come up. And this is where the learning experiences start to come up because they know what to do in their head, but they don't always do it. And that's called self-sabotage. And I coach my clients how to work through that self-sabotage. It's not by trying harder. It's not by uh, having more willpower. It's not by just gritting your teeth and trying harder. If you are experiencing self-sabotage, meaning you know what to do, but you don't do it, that often comes back to the beliefs that you have. And so we have to go back to those that foundation and that rock of like, what are you telling yourself? What do you believe about the world? What do you believe about your capabilities and your body and the results that you are going to be able to get? Because that often contributes to that self-sabotage behavior. So that's number three is to nail it. We focus on that consistency. And now once we have that consistent input, now we can very clearly look at the results that you're getting and we can adjust your numbers based off of the feedback, not based off of guessing, not based off of this worked for her, so it's probably going to work for me. We can base it off of the feedback from your body, but we can only do that if you are consistently inputting the same thing into the equation. If you're throwing different things into the equation throughout the week, you cannot look at the, the result and accurately judge and, and adjust off of that. Only when you have that consistency, are you able to say, okay, you know, A equals B or D equals C. And I, this is the result that I want. This is the result that I'm getting. And now I can accurately adjust my numbers to reflect that. And so this is exactly what I teach in my program, Macros 101. This is what I walk people through these four steps, because you have to go through each of these steps in order to get the result that you want, in order to get the weight loss that you want, in order to grow the muscle that you want. You have to be able to walk through all of those steps to be able to get that. So Macros 101 is currently closed. I will be opening up enrollment the end of May. And so if you are interested in that, you want me to be able to walk you through these steps and help you on this journey to be able to get to the weight loss that you want, you can go to bicepsunderbabies.com forward slash waitlist and you can get on the waitlist and you'll be the first to know when I do open the doors. It is a program that I'm very proud of and a program that really simplifies things down and gives you all of those steps. Remember how we talked about how sometimes it can feel very overwhelming to start because it seems like I have no idea how to get from the start line to the finish line. And that's okay. Because what I do is I put all of the little steps that you have to take that if you can just focus on taking one step at a time and the next step and the next step, it will get you to the finish line. And that's what I've done with that program. Really, really excited about the results that that women um, and some men are getting in the program. And if that sounds like something that would help you, 
bicepsetterbabies.com forward slash waitlist, and you'll be the first to hear about it when I open the doors again. Number four, so often people sacrifice sustainability in the name of optimal. And let me tell you what I mean when I say this. I mean that people get so worked up and held up with it being perfect or it being the very best that it can be that they forget all about the fact that they have to do this for a very long time, forever, right? They, they feel like, okay, well, it's optimal to get around one gram of, of protein per pound of body weight, They think that that's quote unquote optimal. And so then I have 250 pound women coming to me and saying, I cannot eat 250 pounds, 250 grams of protein. And I'm like, no, duh, (laughs) like no, duh, you can't eat 250 grams of protein. That's ridiculous. But they have in their head that like, that's optimal. So then they have to grit their teeth and they have to try harder. And then they have to, that's what they have to do because that's optimal. That's the best way that it's going to, going to work for them. And I want to come back and I want to pull you back and give you a big hug and remind you that optimal means nothing if you can't actually do it consistently if it's not going to be sustainable for you and for your body and for your lifestyle. And so sometimes I just want to kind of lovingly slap people in the face and be like, who cares what's optimal? Who cares? If you can't do it, if you can't hit a gram of protein per pound of body weight, or if you can't make it to the gym three times a week, if you can't do this, this thing that you've set up as the pinnacle, as like, I have to be able to do that, it's okay to do something a little different, to modify it, to adjust it to fit your lifestyle so that you can do it consistently. Because the truth of the matter is, consistency matters incredibly more than how perfect or how optimal your numbers are, your workouts are, anything is. And you know, we can dive into the all or nothing mindset and I probably should do a whole episode on that. But this is like the classic all or nothing mindset. Either I have to hit 120 grams of protein or it's not going to work for me. No girlfriend, you're struggling to hit 120 grams of protein right now. Let's bump it down to 90. Let's get you to 90 and let's get you feeling really confident with that. And really like, that's no big deal now for you. And then maybe we can start to inch it up a little bit and maybe we can work towards that 120, but it is way more important to be sustainable and to be achievable than it is to be optimal. And then this leads right into the last mistake that I see so often with people counting macros. And that is that they try to do it all perfectly. If I can't hit my numbers exactly, then I'm not even going to track. If I go over or I eat something that I hadn't planned on, I'm not going to track. How many of you told yourself that before? Uh Uh-huh. I see your hands in the air. For some reason, our brains are like, girl, if you don't track it, it didn't happen, which is like the silliest thing when you look at it that way. Like we all know that if you ate it, like it counted. But for some reason in our minds, it's like, girl, if you didn't, if you didn't track it, it didn't happen. And I want you to understand that There is nothing in this process that has to be done perfectly in order to see results. Nothing. You don't have to be perfect to see results. And the only thing that's going to hold you back from those results 
is thinking that you have to be perfect because then you beat yourself up. Then you mess up and you don't hit your numbers one day and you go down this spiral of shame and saying, I'm never going to hit me, you know, hit my goal because I can't hit my numbers even like two days in a row. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. What is one thing that you can do today that will move you one step closer to your goal? You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to hit your numbers every single day. You don't have to never have a cheat meal. Okay. You don't, you don't have to be perfect. I would way rather somebody modifies and I, and adjusts and, you know, tweaks things to fit for them and continue to keep going than to have this ideal of what is perfect and quitting because they aren't reaching that ideal. So that's it. Those are my five takeaways today. The five most common macro counting mistakes that I see people making all the time. And just to do a quick recap at the end, the first mistake I see so often is people don't start. If you don't start, you're never going to hit the finish line. You got to just dive in and you got to start. Number two is saying it's quote unquote, not working. Remember that you aren't objective with your body. We need to be looking at multiple Uh, data points to see if something's happening and nothing, it's never not working. Like you are getting a result. Let's figure out what that result is and we can adjust to be able to get the result you want. Number three, you say that it's not working. So then you quit, which is the only way that you're going to guarantee that it doesn't work. Number four is that you are sacrificing sustainability for something that's optimal. Don't do that. This has to be sustainable. It has to work for you. And then number five is trying to do it all perfectly and feeling like if you don't do it perfect, then why even try? That's going to ruin any chance of success and results that you ever have. Get out of that all or nothing mindset. What can you do today? One thing you can do today that moves you closer to your goals. And if you show up and you wake up every morning with that on your mind, with that question, what is one thing, one thing I can do today that will move me a step closer to your goals? and you keep doing that every single day, that is how you're eventually going to reach them. I hope you'd enjoyed this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. If you're on iTunes, please hit the subscribe button. Give me a review and a rating. That really, really helps me. And if you liked this podcast, share it with people. I want to get this message out there and I want to be able to share with more people. And one of the best ways that that can happen is by you genuinely sharing this with somebody that you think it will help. So if you have someone in your mind, shoot them a text, you know, send them a screenshot of this podcast if it helped you out. That is awesome for me. And hopefully it helps to just spread this message to so many more people because I know there are people out there that need it. That's it for this episode. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friend, you can do anything. Hold up sister friend. Do you love biceps after babies radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.